the lasso way with Matt and Neil. The lasso way, season two, episode seven, Headspace. We're back, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Getting in the swing of things. Yeah. Just back from our trip to Nashville to watch the men's national team. It was a pretty good – Nashville's an interesting place. I wasn't expecting Nashville to be the way that it was, but, uh, yeah, it was good. What did you think about the game, though? <laughs> I just think, I mean, the roller coaster that is World Cup qualifying, I mean, it's just super up and down, you know. <laughs> yeah. Expect, cert- ex- expecting a win and near the bottom, you know, after two games and then – I think we're what tied for second now or something like that. Yep. It's just yep. such a roller coaster ride, which ma- which makes it fun. It's the entertainment of uh, the ups and downs of, of World Cup qualifying. In addition to you know just seeing them in some really interesting uh, venues, you know, yeah, trying to get yeah. results. It's it's interesting. Yeah. The uh, the place they played in El Salvador, like that was a pretty intimidating place. I think if you uh, if you would ask Gio Reyna, he'd probably say the same thing <laughs> based sure. on uh, he about jumped out of his boots uh, when their national anthem started because there were I, they called them fireworks, but it sounded more like like mortars or something <laughs> like uh, going off in the background. But uh, yeah, so that, that was pretty fun to watch. He played pretty well, actually, at that game. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, it was interesting. Um, also, PSA for all those listening. If you ever go out to Nashville and don't want people to accost you and shake your hand and want to take pictures with you, don't wear a Roy Kent jersey, I guess. Uh, Is that correct? Is that correct, Neil? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I didn't think I was rolling with a celebrity. Just just purchasing and wearing a Roy Kent uh, jersey will get you tons of uh, recognition, stopped on the street, you know. And people make doing the Roy the Roy Kent cheer, which, yeah. which is actually pretty yeah. funny, actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I walked up onto a rooftop and people were chanting the "He's here, He's there, He's every fucking where" chant to me, and I was like, "Wow, I made a bad decision when I chose to wear that that day." But uh, but yeah, in in other uh, Ted Lasso merch news, there's some new stuff that dropped, and I think the sweater will be my first purchase. I think I'm going to oh. go as Ted Lasso for uh, Halloween. And I'm now just between, do I start a mustache now, later, or do I just get a fake mustache? I'm not sure. Uh, I, I think the answer to that is you just do a mustache now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that thing's, it's a pre-order. It'll, it'll ship on October 1st, I think it said. So uh, you better, hopefully, you be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you better I get in get quick. In. Yeah. That's 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 a good first purchase though. That's uh that's pretty awesome that they're finally making those. So but uh yeah, that's good. I I think I probably will get one as well. <laughs> but uh to wear over top my uh, Roy Kent jersey, I guess. <laughs> sure. But yeah. So yeah, we're a little bit off schedule on recording this week because of uh travel delays that I experienced on the way back. And also just kind of catching up on the week. But, uh, but yeah, men's national team went from terrible result, terrible result to 
a dramatic 4-1 comeback to being in position to qualify if it started or if it ended today. So, so in other words, a pretty typical <laughs> qualifying schedule so far. Um, the ups and downs of being a U.S. men's national team fan. So, and Twitter is a good place for this stuff too, right? Like everyone's really rational about all of this stuff. <laughs> highs and lows. Yeah. Especially, I mean, and highs and lows for even Ted Lasso, even like, um, yeah, people are really high and low on this season, but, and there's some funny things that we'll get to about they're like tearing apart people that play the characters on this show now too. It's like, don't blame this dude for being a jerk to the kit man. He's, he's literally just an actor playing this guy, but anyway, so headspace. what do you think about this episode? It's a great episode. It, it just seemed like uh, one of those episodes where, you know, we don't have a lot of like game action going on, but we are just kind of immersed in the world of, of these characters. And it was good. It was, it was really yeah. good. I liked it. Yeah. The most, I mean, kind of the most on-field action is just at training uh, yeah. and kind of focusing on Roy a little bit. But Roy and Keeley, uh, we're seeing kind of, they're spending a lot of time together and we're kind of seeing the uh, the dark side of of what that's like. Um, so <laughs> what did you think about that interaction? She, uh, He's reading the Da Vinci Code, by the way. Have, have, you, have you ever had the pleasure of reading the Da Vinci Code? A while, a while ago, but yeah, certainly, yeah. um, required, required reading, but I feel, it feels like they're kind of making fun of that, that book, which is, is, you know, that happens, but, um, yeah, it it's is a good kind book, of interesting. Though. Yeah. Short chapters. Hard to put can't down. Turn, yeah. Can't put it down. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is kind of interesting how they have gone to like the darker side of togetherness, you know, now they're just like together yeah. all the time. And, and Roy doesn't seem to have a problem with it, but I think definitely Keely is kind of wanting her space. And I just yeah. wonder what would have happened if she had that discussion with Roy, instead of doing all the discussing with, you know, other people about the situation, which, yeah. you know, it's kind of interesting, but. Well, yeah, and it was interesting, too, for Rebecca to tell Keely, like, stop trying out your thoughts on us. Like, just go talk yeah. to Roy about it. And, and it would have been solved. Well, and not only that, but Rebecca's sitting there and she can't even, like, yeah. text, back our, text back our boy Sam. Like, what the heck? So We all have great advice for other people in their yeah, lives. Absolutely. But, I mean, things have gotten so bad for her that she's – that Keely is like smoking in the boots room <laughs> yeah, um, and like blowing the smoke into the boots actually. Um, and that, that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, Roy walks in on him too and kind of, you know, is like, are you guys, are you talking about me in here? <laughs> and they all say yes. At that point, even Jamie, which was pretty funny actually. Um, Cause he's still not in love with uh, Mr. Kent. I don't believe, but uh yeah, Roy takes that pretty well, doesn't he? I I I always thought he was going to blow up right there. But... I think it was great. I mean, I don't know that I. I think he stumbles upon two uh, yeah. instances in, in in this episode where they're talking about him clearly, and he knows it. But he's yeah. just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna read my book. I'm gonna just continue on with my life. You know, yeah. he can't. Yeah. He, he 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 doesn't care until he does. Yeah. 
And, and then, yeah. He really does. Yeah. yeah. So you're telling me the first one, though, they weren't actually just jazz scatting in the office? Like, <laughs> yeah. That was fun, too, though. Yeah. Well, and they continued it on. They're like, wow, well, that's. <laughs> Yeah. This is something we could maybe record and yeah higgins is going to bring back the van dyke and actually record some scatting jazz scatting with uh rebecca it'll be good but but yeah so um <laughs> keely kind of goes off on roy um and he kind of then finds out that you know what she was saying about him to these other people so once he finds out about what she was saying he's clearly not happy about what was going on um, and kind of just gives her the cold shoulder for a little bit uh, after that, um, which, which was interesting. And it's to the point where Keely thinks that he's just going to leave, which is a little bit of catastrophizing, I believe by her, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, what did you think about when he kind of snapped out of it? Um, It seems like Jamie's the one that kind of, (laughs) <laughs> redirects well, him i guess isn't that like kind of uh like a i guess a common trope of like sports films that the dudes figure it out when you put it in the context of sports yeah you know like like jamie's <laughs> you know talking about, i don't he has no agenda i don't think he's trying to help him in his relationship he's talking no. about you know you know spacing on the field like you know allowing his teammate to have space you yeah. know, because he trusts that he'll do the right thing. And it really sparks, sparks something in Roy that like, you know, Oh, I see now yeah. she just what? needs space too. And I'm just going to yeah. leave practice right now. Yeah. After screaming fuck. But yeah, that was the, one of the funniest thing about that scene too. I thought was that like when he, after Jamie says that the way Roy processes it is like, he kind of looks around and he looks a little bit like a robot, which if yeah. you've been paying attention to Twitter and elsewhere, some people have a legit conspiracy theory that Roy is actually like CGI. <laughs> so would you like to weigh in on that? Or But it, he kind of does look like that. Uh, there's clearly not responding to that because this was just filmed a long time ago. But, but uh, it was pretty funny. He kind of like moves his head very like <laughs> symmetrically and then it, just sounds, it sounds like shooting would go a lot smoother if he actually was <laughs> CGI or robot, because it sounds like when he breaks character, it, it really slows up production, but yeah, I, yeah. I definitely don't, I don't think he's a robot. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. But so, but he, uh, he salvages this. Right. And, uh, it's kind of it's pretty sad though actually keely thinks he's like gonna leave because she comes home and thinking he's gone and uh she's like are you gonna leave and he just looks at her kind of you know befuddled a little bit and he's like no but he creates her a nice playlist and gets a bath ready for her and says uh you're not gonna see me see me for at least three hours so um and then we hear a little bit of the roy is sorry for not understanding keely playlist so uh, in addition to finding out that she has really gross feet. So, yeah, a lot packed in there with Roy and Keeley, but uh, I don't know. I thought I thought it was good, kind of, like, because at the beginning of the episode, too, Rebecca is kind of going through her stuff with her mystery man, and she kind of indicates, like, it's annoying to be around Keeley and Roy all the time because everything's perfect, and we kind of find out that is not the case. 
So, so yeah. But next, you want you want to talk about Nate next, or do, or do you want to leave Nate for last yeah. here? No, no. I mean, I mean Nate. I mean it, the, the episode kind of starts out. I think before the the titles. Um, you yeah. know, he's he's he goes shows up at his parents' house, and he is like pretty constantly seeking his father's approval, and his dad is having none of it. It doesn't seem like he really. Um, is too impressed with his new newfound fame or any of it. Um, which I yeah. think it, the, throughout this episode, Nate is kind of oscillating between getting a big head and being ticked off because he's kind of getting picked on or not yeah. getting the credit he deserves. And uh, I don't know, I guess this, this episode in general, just like in this season in general, some of the things that it kind of, gets hit on is like, you know, just some of the human humanity of some of these characters. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we're not all at our best and you know, and we'll talk about Ted later, but like, you know, he hasn't been at his best this, this season. He's, he's working through some stuff and, and Nate is clearly working through some stuff uh, in this episode, (laughs) but I think it all kind of, you know, I don't know if Sharon would agree, but it seems like a lot of it has to do with uh, his relationship with his father and, his yeah. lack of uh, approval <laughs> yeah. for Nate. Well, and that was kind of, it's, again, it's not a lassoism from Ted, but I thought that was a good line from his dad. Because um, when you say like Nate's seeking the approval of his dad, Nate seems to be seeking the approval of everyone. Like he's reading a lot of his own pub on Twitter and stuff too, and cycling through things and appearing to like certain things too, which is, I mean, that's a choice, right? Like to go through, read stuff about yourself and then like it. But, uh, but yeah, after Nate's comment about they'll put anybody on the news, his dad kind of doesn't even bother to look at him kind of, which his dad doesn't seem to look at anyone actually. Cause he didn't look at his wife either. But uh, I thought the line about humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking about yourself less was, was pretty good. And honestly, like, I think it's pretty on point for Nate too. Like Nate could probably stand to, listen to that advice maybe right now and uh maybe take a take a break from uh social media but uh he's still sticking to his guns too about saying uh he thinks he said wonderkind not yeah. uh wonder kid he's, he's not that's a hill he's apparently willing to die on um but uh and, and you kind of mentioned it earlier but uh he's getting shit at, shit on at practice quite a bit um but his seemingly unwilling to take it from Colin <laughs> and uh well it just seems like it's a reoccurring theme for him to kind of pick on those that he feel like he feels like he can right like yeah. you know between um what will you know will the kit man and and Colin you know he went into great lengths to belittle Colin yeah um and he is consistently just like tortured the new the, you know his replacement um yeah. because he he feels like he can get away with it and you know i don't know sometimes we i will say that like i've done things that weren't right like that before you know <laughs> maybe well, you know yeah. maybe yeah maybe say the wrong thing and, and make somebody feel bad you know in in that kind of situation it doesn't yeah. make it right but no. you know it's a little bit of a human real nature characters. for sure yeah. Yeah. 
as someone who just spent a 12 hour delay in Chicago air her airport, I will tell you, I witnessed a lot of people doing this type of thing of for sure. Um, kind of shitting downhill, so to speak. But, uh, but like he went in on all in on call and, and like, that was pretty harsh. Like <laughs> comparing Danny and Jamie to like famous artists. And he's like, or pedophiles. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, you are like holiday in art. Like you yeah. cover a blood stain. Like you're there. You do a job, so just do the job. But you know, stop. Kind of like stop acting like you're special and that you can get the special treatment like these superstars get. Like um, I. That that was pretty harsh, I thought. Uh, For sure. Which, I mean, he he's certainly that's harsh, but also seemingly that's given him a pretty big head. Like he's he's kind of one one game now, I guess, for the team. But he's kind of low man on the coaching um, hierarchy too, right? And so for him to kind of go all in on that by saying, you know, do your job. I don't know. That's uh, he was he was move. the guy that. He was the guy that was constantly being picked on. And I guess that's not too uncommon, right? Like the yeah. uh, bully, the bully becomes the bully, you know, yeah. when opportunity strikes. And that's, that's kind of what's happening, unfortunately, with, yeah. with that character. And, and maybe, maybe he'll turn it around. Um, you know, Beard witnessed <laughs> you know, his, his conversation with, with, with Colin and definitely, you know, made an expression like he, he was like, that's messed up. And then I thought his visit with him about the situation was like a very like Charles Dickens, Christmas Carol yeah. type, type, <laughs> type visit. And, you know, even the way he disappeared, you yeah. know, at he the just, end of it, like, yeah. just like do better, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, then, it, and then he vanishes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. But, um, I don't, I don't know how he vanished because that window when that they get into that office with doesn't work too well for Higgins earlier, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, the good news is that Beard's visit, uh, well, the good news for Colin, I should say, um, is that that visit from Beard, um, prompts an apology from Nate in front of the whole team, um, where he kind of says, sorry for being a cocky, prickish, wounded butterflies, asshole, uh, <laughs> which was, kind of the things that all of the players uh, offered up that he was acting like, but uh, Colin I like the, accepts. I, I like the wounded butterfly one the best. Cause I think that's, that's really, really, really where he's at. I mean, he is, you know, a lot different character than we saw in season one, but yeah. he's kind of a little bit lost. He's gone. Yeah. He, he, you know, I think, yeah. uh, what is what does Sharon say about all coaches aren't arrogant pricks? Yeah, he seems yeah. like he's heading more down that road yeah. than uh, the kind of coach that Ted would 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 appreciate. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, I'll also say the other thing I loved about the wounded butterfly is like if I gave you all of those words before this episode started and you had to assign them to certain people, who you assign in wounded butterfly <laughs> to, right? You, you yeah. know you know that's Danny Rojas, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I love that too. But um, unfortunately, after that uh, apology, it does prompt the team to give him the gift that the new kit man came up with, 
Um, and it's, it's a, it's an, it's a kit with the wonder kit on the back of it. Um, and they, they're very explicit in stating that it was Will's idea. And you can kind of almost see the look in Nate's eye when they say that he's not, he's not real pleased with it, but. So wonder kid or wonder kid. (laughs) Thanks. Yawn. Okay. So like, it's the same thing really though, too. Like, right. (laughs) Wunderkin is just German for wonder kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't think like, I don't think you're wrong. I I I don't, I don't really think we should really like, like especially do what happens at the end of the episode over this like you know like if anything wonder kid is almost better on the back of a jersey i think you know i don't know (laughs) you think so i don't know it doesn't really matter it really it matters very little it matters very little well yawn would take you up on that i think but uh or take issue with that i suppose but but, uh, but yeah, the unfortunate thing, either way, yes, you are correct that it's almost a literal, a literal definition of, uh, or a synonym, I should say, of, of what Wunderkind is. But, uh, yeah. and also part of the funny thing is too, is like, there's a lot of pride with Nate, it seems like, and he is not backing down from the fact that, no, I'm pretty sure I said, uh, yeah. Wunderkind, but, uh, he didn't, clearly didn't, but, but, uh, yeah, on kinda, video. <laughs> yeah exactly Live. yeah yeah he, he didn't even try and get him to cut it out like he, he wanted to change it in post yeah yeah yeah, edit yeah. It out. like yeah this is live tv bro that's not that's not a thing we can do but um so yeah i mean unfortunately for you know the new kit man and actually for the guy that plays nate i think he's getting crucified on uh twitter about this but uh he he's not cut out for listening to social media because he, he comes to comment on Twitter where, um, you know, I think somebody says something to the effect of like, he might've won one game, but he's still a loser or something like that. And uh, he kind of just puts his phone down and goes over to talk to, to Will and just says, if you ever do anything to humiliate me again, I will make your life a fucking misery. Like, And, and I think the terror in that scene is that you don't see you don't see it at all right like all you really see is the door entry like i think that makes it a lot more violent like i don't yeah. i don't I, I don't know in my we mind know... he's he's shoving will like like or he's like, getting physical with him yeah or like hovering over like we don't know the posture of him and yeah stuff like that and like the will kid is about the most unassuming person well, I mean, he's like Nate from the first season, essentially, right? Like, just kind of a meekish character that's just, you know, just here to get boots or, you know, just here to kind of do the things I need to do. Need to need to get a day off or an evening off so I can celebrate my mom's birthday. Like, but uh, yeah, Nate just dunks on him kind of in a rather inappropriate way. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it sounds like uh, the guy who plays Nate is is on Twitter saying like, stick with it, trust the process a little bit. There's an arc here and it resolves itself well. But uh, I, I think some people on Twitter need to be reminded that this isn't like a reality show. <laughs> like this is a scripted sitcom drama, whatever you want to call it. Like these aren't real people <laughs> because uh, 
they don't seem to be taking the news all that great. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that wraps up, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we, we've got uh, Ted's kind of the main one of the main events of this episode. You want to leave him for last and talk about Sam and Rebecca just real quick? Or what do you think? Yeah, let's jump into the Sam and Rebecca. I mean, I think I think that's one of my favorite scenes of, of this episode. Well, there's several scenes around this that are that are a lot of fun. I guess the first yeah. scene where he's talking with his teammates about, you know, what's going on, you know, getting them up to speed on on what's yeah. going on. I think I think it was a really um, interesting use of of the technology. You know, you see the yeah. the drama in the the, the three <laughs> dots, you know. Yeah. Oh, she's going to yeah. post something. Oh, no she's not. Yeah. You know, like living well, and yeah. dying on that on that screen. Yeah, he was totally he was totally playing it cool. He's just like, yeah, you know, it it is what it is. Kind of whatever happened happened, and then like the three dots show up, and like he like immediately crouches behind his phone, is like giddy, and like all of his teammates are around too, and then they go away, and there's that that letdown. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, not to mention his teammates saying like, you don't know what happened. Maybe she just got hit by a bus or a train too. It's like, okay, thanks guys. That's really but, that's really good but- for him. But what Jan says, she probably just lost interest in you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jan's pretty good. I, yeah. I, I like Jan, but. Uh, you appreciate yeah. his honesty? I do. I, I like his can. <laughs> I like his candor. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, cut to Rebecca though. And like, she's kind of just torn up about this. She doesn't really know kind of what to say. Um, so it's kind of funny to see that. And they, that's when she goes back and forth about, Roy and Keeley's relationship and kind of just, you know, says that everybody's relationship sucks. I think she mentions Ted, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, Higgins is there <laughs> to be like, you know, what about, what about me? He says that, you know, his relationship is the oxygen that gives him life. So yeah. It's awesome. as, yeah. As far as the one extreme, she's got, you know, some people, she's got Higgy boy on the other. So, uh, so that's kind of fun to watch, but, uh, well, well, he also like, you know, puts her in her place too, by, by saying, you know, like, why don't, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid that you're just gonna meet your soulmate is essentially kind of what he, yeah. what he says to her, like, you know, just, just meet him, you know? And yeah, I don't know. Go, go fuck her cartoon rat. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause apparently Sam's favorite movie is Ratatouille is a fantastic movie but yeah i don't i don't know if it's a favorite i don't know if it's on that list but uh but yeah so yeah i mean that's sam and rebecca by when they're by themselves but we do get a a scene with the two people together they bump into each other in the hallway uh what do you think about that what were you anticipating from that scene and how did you feel about what actually happened i I mean that was kind of what i was anticipating you know nothing nothing to resolve yeah. itself in that scene but i i do love the you know like the, the quote and the interaction of just like they were so close to figuring it out but like yeah. and and uh sam's quote you know these mis- these machines huh <laughs> uh we've never been so connected yet further apart which is ridiculous <laughs> you know based yeah. on the what's going on uh in yeah. the background but um well, and then he just um, explicitly asks her, like, is that what you were about to say? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that was that was pretty good. 
but um but like there's certainly like a weird there's there's some level of chemistry there right like and it's not the first time we've seen it and we talked about it last time but there's certainly like when she bumps into other people she doesn't act like this um at least from what i remember or can tell and she she's not like this uh overtly like chipper person like that necessarily but with sam she's always kind of going there it seems like and so i don't know i'm interested to see what happens with these two but uh we might find out tonight who knows <laughs> yeah yeah we got to record this and go go watch immediately i think but uh but yeah so that was I stayed off Twitter all day. It sounds like today's episode is emotional is what I've heard. Um, so I, I saw something right away that said, like, if you haven't watched it yet, stay off Twitter, watch yeah. it and then come on Twitter. Cause uh, yeah, yeah, it's emotional, but so we'll talk about that next week though, I guess. But, but we are left with our, our man, Ted, he finally breaks down and goes to visit Dr. Sharon. So there's a lot to unpack in a lot of these in these scenes. So this is like visit two, three, and four in this episode. It seems like. Yeah, I guess I called them one, two, and three. I wasn't giving them credit for the one just. Uh, yeah, it was he, an emergency visit. It was like yeah. more of a, a yeah. ER yeah. visit. For that was a triage. Yeah, yeah. So he's been assigned some sessions now, and uh, I mean, the first session is him trying to talk her out of the fact that he even needs it. Right? He's just like. I'm good. Like I can go bottle this up some more and just be done with this. Um, he's clearly uncomfortable being in her office. He goes through like a seemingly five minute bit of being Dom Draper, you know, somebody in a luge, somebody in a casket, like all sorts of stuff until he, uh, I think Sopranos was that in there too, I believe. Sopranos. Yeah. Um, New Yorker cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he that that is fun. How he is really trying to get comfortable in her office and clearly cannot do it. But yeah, yeah. And then so. and then when we actually she asked, you know, the very direct question of what happened the other night, he bolts. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, and he. Uh, yeah, he just he just bounces, which is which is pretty funny. Um, but so 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 session two or session one in this episode is more flight. Yes, for sure. Yep. Session session two is more fight. (laughs) He seems, he seems like ready to go right at the beginning of session two. He walks in loaded for bear. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's pretty fair. Um, And he just, he seems on edge from the the drop. Uh, And he seems really pissed off about the charging rate thing too yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're not paying anything ted just yeah yeah exactly so it's just like what the hell but uh but yeah so i I just thought that was funny thing but i I mean he was just he was just ready to go off but he even says never we've never seen that side of him at all like he was the most aggressive like he was even more aggressive than led tasso i would say like uh yeah it was like it was coming from a real place and not a pretend yeah. land. Yeah. Not a, not a made up place. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, he even tells her like, this is bullshit. I, you know, kind of shits on her profession really he just says like, yeah. you know, and, and it sounds like he probably has some 
you know, th- there's a reason for him to not love that profession based on his experience that he might've had with, um, you know, the person that saw him and his wife, because they went to the same person that his wife had already been going to. And he kind of felt ganged up on, which is, he says that. And, and being a good Midwesterner. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. We just, we just bottle stuff up, man. Like, right. Sure. Like, like pickles. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, don't need to talk, I don't need to talk about this. I can just let it stew forever. And then take it out on you, apparently. So nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Well, maybe there is actually. (laughs) So, yeah, if you were going to characterize the first one as flight, I think you are correct in saying that this one was very much fight, (laughs) Uh, which Dr. Sharon actually brings up in the third session, um, which was funny. But, you know, she knew that he'd be back because uh, at the end of the second one, he said that he never quit stuff. So, um, but I, I thought she had some pretty good moments in here when she's, I think they're feeling each other out a little bit and they're, there's, you know, kind of coming up with like, we just need to kind of cut through some of this. And she says that she was quite offended about what he said about her profession and then gives him the analogy about, uh, you know, I don't assume that all coaches are macho dickheads, but, uh, you know, and, you know, while Ted would coach for free, he certainly doesn't. So why is it any different for her? Um, uh, and Ted seems pretty contrite <laughs> in saying, uh, yeah, consider me dunked on and, and that. So Ted apologizes. It seems pretty sincere. Um, and, you know, you're, you're she- missing my favorite quote. Oh, okay. From that. Go for it. I just want to highlight real quick. It's just like, you know, she also says, and this would be my lasso zone for the episode, because she seems to be tailoring this to the way Ted likes to communicate. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, she says, you can't be a mentor without sometimes being a tormentor. I yeah. that, and he highlights it just like, I really like that. And she says, I, I knew that you would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if there was any mistaking that I'm uh, catering this to you, yeah, there, that was out the window at that point. So yeah, that was pretty good. I, I also liked your comment about the truth will set you free, but first it'll really just piss you off. Um, and you know, she knows that he's scared, um, you know, and she kind of comments on, you know, he has quite the impressive range in terms of fight or flight because most people it's, it's fight or flight, right? It's not fight and flight. So he, uh, she recognizes his range in doing that. And so, um, I, I thought it was funny too, when he just takes the tissues and chucks them into the corner too, which was pretty funny, but, uh. Yeah, I think Sharon's got her work cut out for him. Um, I don't know. I mean, do you think we're going to find out what what is actually tormenting Ted? Is it going to be something catastrophic, or is it just normal kind I think, of? I think I think it's yeah. It, I don't, it's not any one thing, right? Like it, it seems like he definitely has some unresolved issues with um, his marriage, and then he also yeah. has some unresolved issues. Well he's got some stuff going on with being a father, you know, that we think kind of triggered him last time. And it seems like he might have some unresolved issues, you know, with his dad. It sounds like his dad passed when he was very young. So, yeah, I don't know, you know, not unlike anyone, it's not just one thing. It's not, you know, sure. You know, they're, they're going to spend some time together. And I think uh, it'll be more of the journey than, unlocking just one thing but 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, I mean, that's, that's very, this is very different than season one. Right. And I think that's why a lot of people are like, don't love season two, but like, isn't that a good thing to like develop characters and kind of. Well, it isn't that easy inside of them. Yeah. And like with what everybody's going through right now, do we want to see somebody who's just, I think it would have war on people too. Like you would have people complain about that. If Ted was just like perfect, he was perfect in season one. He was a perfect human being in season one. But like in, in this, in this season, you know, Nate is an arse, you know, (laughs) you know, know, he's, he's, he's pretty terrible in in this season. And, um, you know, Ted, Ted's acted pretty poorly, you know, in moments in this season. So, um, you know, I just real, real, real people going through real stuff. I mean, you know, you know, because of, you know, what's going on in the world, but also just like seeing it on the screen, I think, you know, hopefully we'll end up giving people hope because I think some of these things will, will resolve in a, a satisfying way. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's yeah. written and not real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like the last thing I was going to mention about this episode, because I think we've kind of covered most of it now at this point, but we kind of cut from the last, you know, the last uh, session that he has, we, we cut to Trent Krim um well we cut to ted in you know getting dinner and stuff and and trent wants a quote from him on why he left the match um you know he says i thought everybody knew i had food poisoning uh but he you know he's fit as a fiddle right now do we like is there anything behind why trent's now coming in for this like because ted seemed like he felt bad kind of about lying to trent a little bit and uh are we gonna have like a little bit of a simone biles kind of uh reaction here where trent can tell the story about ted and how it's okay to not be like a stubborn midwestern man and you know go get go get help when you need it and kind of taking care of mental health which is a big deal yeah maybe maybe there's an expose you know long you know sunday edition article about their run to the fa cup and how it you know was was you know not all as smooth as it appeared to be you know there's yeah stuff going stuff going on the back background that that maybe yeah yeah maybe it'll be printed right below trent crim's uh investigatory piece on the nigerian government and the corruption therein (laughs) we we haven't heard anything from that since he asked that follow-up question i believe that's a few that was a few months ago yeah well he had to go i mean gotta do the work right (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> As Ted says. So, yeah. So I, I, I just thought that was, that was interesting to see uh, Trent kind of pop in. Cause we haven't seen him in a little while. So, um, and so, yeah, that, that was, that was certainly interesting, but I don't know, that that'd be kind of a cool place to take it, I guess. Cause like I said, Ted didn't you, seem real. You know what I think I'd rather see is he finds out the truth and doesn't print anything about it. I think that would be a better like way to go for me yeah i don't know well like, and yeah so to be clear i i didn't say that like i didn't mean that trent was gonna print it without like ted's gonna want him to print the real okay. story yeah not yeah. that not that yeah trent's gonna like break it without because i don't think i don't think trent would do that right um but uh but yeah ted will want to kind of tell the story to try and help others is what i was thinking so yeah um but yeah so 
All right. Big expectations for tonight's episode then? I mean, most of the world's already watched it, so. Um, <laughs> I'm asking I mean, you, though. I, I think, uh, you know, we're going to see the conclusion of the FA Cup, it sounds like. Um, but, yeah. Really? Okay. That's what, that's no what it appears to. I didn't totally stay off social media, and I saw <laughs> images. I saw okay. things. But when I when I saw them, I scrolled quickly past. Yeah, that's a bad move, dude. Well, you need to stop talking about that then. So anything else you want to add for this episode? Another fine episode in the season two catalog. Where does it where does it rank? Yeah, we've not really been doing that, I guess, have we? Um, I don't know. I, I think each episode's gotten a little bit better uh, in some ways. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I I can't keep it in my head right now. We'll have to we'll have to do a complete exhaustive ranking at the end of the season. I think. So throw it in the algorithm. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So. All right. If you got nothing else, that's it for today. Till we do it again. Live life the lasso way. 